Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you. Super welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you guys for the emails that you send. And just so you know, I really do try to get back to uh, everybody that sends us an email. If I don't know the answer, then I make sure that I'll send it to either Linda or Kim or Jessica or Moon or somebody to figure out how to best help you with your question or your comment. Um, we also appreciate those of you that are sending us emails um, and recommending people you'd like to have us bring on the show. Uh, so we're working on those things, too. Just so you know, usually it takes us about a month to schedule somebody. Um, and the reason that it, that is is because their schedules are super, super busy, and um, we do a really good job at producing and scheduling here so that our networks, like the mighty WBLQ and the amazing KKNW and all the other networks in between, CBS, CRN, they have a good sense of what we're doing. Even if it doesn't seem like we have a good sense of it, they have a good sense of what we're doing and how we're going about it and doing it. Today's show is amazing. I am just thrilled about today's show. Mr. Benny. I need to check in with you to see how the heck you are, dude. Being pretty good there, Pat, and yourself. Did you have a good uh, post sea? Well, actually, it's post seafair weekend, but I hope you had a good seafair weekend. Totally seafair weekend. Good. Very, very good. Very exciting. A lot of things. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of things going on. I cannot believe uh, that we are in. I, I mean, why don't I get that we're in August or whatever month we're in? But it's really kind of amazing. I love that the sun shines out. I love that the sun shines out, whether we can see the sunshine. Um, and we've got a great show today. We're get, Benny, today we're talking about one of my favorite things to talk about, and that's our animal companions, our animal friends. It's just great. Um, and we're actually going to be doing that with, you know, world-renowned intuitive empath and animal communicator, Liz Ann Flynn. So for those of you out there, you guys listening to the show, we're going to pull a prosperity card in a second here. But for those of you out there that are thinking, wow, yeah, animal communicator, yeah, you're going to be able to call into the show today. So if you're not familiar with what our toll-free number is, uh, it is 800-930-2819. And we'll make sure that uh, you all are out there getting picked up and we get to connect you with Lizanne in a minute. Um, For those of you that want to hit us up on our, as Benny would say, hit us up on our instant feedback, Go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. And on the right-hand side, um, go ahead and um, 
uh, just click and type your, your message in there, and uh, we're going to be good to go. Uh, we've got a lot of ways that we're going to connect you with Lizanne today, connect you with Lizanne, your animal companions, messages, understanding. What is this all about? If you're like me, if you're like me, Benny, and Benny and I, by the way, Benny and I, I think we're going to have to get a healing here from Lizanne, but Benny and I have an animal companion. I don't know if it's a fish is not an animal companion. I've got to ask Lizanne about this. But Benny and I share a common thread with one of our other beings, one of our other species, and that is a little goldfish. And we have shared that story many, many times on the show. Uh, and uh, we'll have to get some insight into this from Lizanne. But we do have a prosperity card, um, Benny, for somebody here today. This is a good one. So let's kick it off. This is one we haven't done in a while. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. Woohoo! Hey, everybody. Super. Hey, Benny. I don't remember this card for like a really long time or if ever. Prosperity law number five. That's a big five. That's a five or five. Um, I choose thoughts that support my prosperous future. Hallelujah for this card. I choose thoughts that support my prosperous future. Poverty thoughts? Prosperity thoughts. Uh-oh. I love those little questions. Each carries different energies and reaps different results. Realize that you choose the future each moment with your thoughts. When you choose prosperous thoughts, you choose a prosperous life. Raise your hand. Raise your hand, everybody out there. Would you like a prosperous life? <sighs> Raise your hand. I know. I can feel it. I know. And we've done a lot of shows on prosperity, what it is and what it isn't. But if you can look at abundance and call that in your life, then uh, you can do that in a lot of ways, through giving, through service. Uh, that's also a way that I love to work with my clients. Um, so this is a show today that is about giving. It's about giving and it's about a connection. You know, every once in a while we get to have a conversation and a connection with someone that's out in the world, somebody extraordinary. And that's my guest today, Liz Anslin. Um, today you're going to find out about what it means to connect hearts, to bridge dimensions between animals and humans and have animals lead the way. There are many stories I've shared with you over the years, especially about my connection with animals out in the wild, you know, my vision quest, uh, the animals that showed up for that, uh, what that meant to me at the time. How did I interpret it? What did I do? Was I afraid? You know, was I afraid of that rattlesnake? Was I afraid of that, uh, that cougar? How did, I, how did I behave? What did I learn? Uh, but I will tell you that I didn't have any knowledge. I didn't have any information. I didn't even fully understand what it means to have this deep, innate wisdom that shows up when animals lead the way. Liz Flynn is, as I said, intuitive empath, but more than that, you know, she is someone that is out in the world as a healer, a connector. Her reputation as an animal communicator is off the chart because what does she do she connects those hearts. She does bridge those dimensions. But more importantly, she helps us understand what goes on within ourselves, what these connections and these relationships are really all about. And are we ready? Are we ready for that energetic bonding 
that happens in ways that we don't even understand. Her work includes exploring past lives, connecting with guides and angels. So you guys out there, we're going to do these five-minute readings today. Um, And to figure out what the heck is the truth about our very being. You're going to hear that uh, she is absolutely amazing in what she does. Her abilities go far beyond that. Talk about medical intuitive. Talk about holding future and and past together in one hand so that we get to understand what health and wellness is all about, both for human and animal. And then part of this is understanding how we can lead with such an essence of peace and joy and love that the abundance and the goodness of the universe shows up in front of us in ways that we can't even understand. Lizanne, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks for joining us here today. No, Pat. Thanks so much. You're you're very kind. I'm just uh, I'm blushing here on the other end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that. You know, I have blushing. Betty and I have had a few blushing moments too. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, but I am I am absolutely you know talking about a gift that you've said yes to share. And I think a lot of times, I actually did a show earlier today, and, and I was asked a couple of different questions about my own life. And I, I, I think this is what I want to ask you. I mean, there is a pivotal moment in our lives. There's a moment where we get to say yes or no to whatever it is. It's pivotal. And it's not always an easy yes. I mean, the first time that I bought my first hour of radio, I'm not, I'm not saying that that was a hard yes or an easy yes, but there is a moment that we come to. And it doesn't mean it's without challenges. So here's my question. What are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you, Lizanne, had to overcome, move beyond to bring you to this very moment? Well, one of the, one of the biggest challenges I think I had to overcome, Pat, um, as I've shared with you, is that uh, about 20 years ago, I, I was diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis. And I think I made the choice at that point in time to embrace um, whatever was going to come my way with the diagnosis of MS. I felt like, quite honestly, I consider it at this point in my life to be a gift because I've learned so much about myself and learned so much about the world through um, uh, living with uh, a, a chronic illness. Um, but I also think it was the MS that somehow, um, magically, I guess I'll say, kind of brought forth um, some intuitive abilities and gifts that I had had glimmers of before that point in time. But I think it was really the MS that kind of crystallized for me the questions of, okay, how do I want my life to look like? What do I want my life to be? What do I want? Where do I want my life path to go? And I think that surrendering to what the universe was gifting to me um, almost 20 years ago was probably the, the genesis, certainly the catalyst for where I am today. You know, isn't it interesting what we learn from things that show up in our lives? Uh, I, 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 I know you have talked to me about that. And honestly, I shared with our listeners that, um, you know, back in uh, 2004, I, too, came down with a mystery uh, illness, and uh, I, it's still a mystery. Actually, it's a mystery as to <clears throat> probably how you and I are sitting here having this show right now. Uh, but we are. Um, and I, I've shared this before about 
how these challenges, these things that show up, guide us to the life or a life of service. I want to talk with you about this when we come back from break. I want to mention to everybody out there that we are taking your calls. Um, We're going to talk about what it's like to talk to animals when we come back. What do they sound like? Lizanne's going to share that. But most importantly, this is an opportunity for you guys out there to have a time to chat with Lizanne. When we come back, we're going to tell you about what the live on-air readings are all about. We're also going to tell you about... um, how you can understand what this bond and this connection is. You know, what is it about that soul-to-soul connection? What is it about our lives that truly we know have been guided by our animal companions? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, Liz Antwin. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty, is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Want to know what the best-kept secret in Access Consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special dash tips. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Uh, Liz Ann Flynn is in the house, and uh, we're going to take a moment and just let all of you know our phone lines are open. We can also take your questions through instant feedback. Phone lines are open, 1-800-930-2819, toll-free, right into the show. Uh, Liz Ann, let's take a minute and just share with our listeners a bit about what these readings are about. What kinds of questions can they call in with? Uh, so just, just tell folks a little bit about what they might be ready and prepared to ask as they call in for a reading today. Okay. Any, you can call in with questions about any sort of behavior issue that you think your animal companion is exhibiting. For instance, those things might be, why does my dog bark so much? Why is my cat not using the litter box? Uh, why is my bird uh, plucking out its feathers? Um, why does my horse uh, always seem to um, get skittish whenever a certain person walks by? It's, this is um, a multi-species um, tool that, that we can use, animal communication, to connect uh, pretty much with any species. Likewise, a good majority of the people that I deal with, Pat, are people whose guardians, I like to use the term guardians versus owners, whose uh, animal companions are getting ready to transition or to cross over. Very often, animals will have last requests and last wishes, very similar to what a human sentient being might have. And so that can often be, I know that it can be a really challenging and difficult time, but it can also be an incredibly beautiful time when, when we're able to listen to what it is the animal companion needs most from us, whether they need our help in crossing over, whether there's some sort of special celebration of life ceremony that they would like to have um, after they've crossed over. Um, it's basically those sorts of things. And it also... Um, Trust me when I say that your animal knows pretty much everything that goes on in your life. So oh, if you're I know. Issue, I know. If, if, if you're having an issue that is somehow impacting the home environment um, in a not positive way, your animal companion will be actually quite direct in bringing that up and saying, hey, let's sit down and take a look at this because I think we'd be a lo- a both a lot healthier and happier if we could resolve this issue somehow. So that's, that's basically kind of a broad spectrum of, of what people can call in about. All right. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Phone lines are open. We'd love to hear from you. You know, at the beginning of the show, and I think this is a great way to talk about what you do, um, I, I, was, I was talking about a goldfish that Benny and I shared. And I, I want to get back to that because I asked you a question during the break. You know, where do fish fit in? And what's interesting is, you know, uh, you shared something with me, and I'd love to talk about that because I didn't tell you anything about the goldfish. You didn't know anything about the goldfish. You actually didn't know how the goldfish was related to Benny and and I. I would love for you to share as a way to kick off the show here. I would love for you to to share what, what insight you got when I mentioned to you or you heard me talk about this goldfish Benny and I shared. Well, it's interesting because even something as, um, you know, if we were to look at it as lowly, dare I say, as a goldfish, can absolutely be an animal companion. All animals have sentient being qualities, the ability to um, to think and to feel. Um, the interesting thing is when you spoke immediately about that goldfish, the first thing I heard was a past life connection. 
So it feels like that both you and Benny have had somehow a past life connection with the soulfish. Um, and that I also said that um, it, it felt like you were teasing each other from time to time or maybe had people tease you about yeah. this kind of deep relationship that you have with yeah. the soulfish. But it's a yeah. very... It's a very profound, uh, very deep relationship. I feel like this goldfish definitely has an old soul in that um, he feels like it's a male, um, has been around the block several times. And his purpose here in this life, Pat, was actually to be that connecting point between you and Benny um, because it also feels like you and Benny have had past lives together. More than likely oh. as brother and sister, I don't get the sense of uh, partner as an intimate um, relationship mm-hmm. partner, but more like brother and sister sort of a thing. Maybe even now they're telling me distant cousins. But, yeah, the, mm-hmm. so, so if you look at what's the most stable um, thing you can sit on, it's the three-legged stool. And the goldfish actually takes its role in kind of, you know, being that third leg of the stool that kind of ties you and Benny together. I mean, it's oh, a lovely... Kind of a warm, um, deep, um, what you might say, kind of un-goldfish-like um, feeling that this that this little guy has. But it's also, um, I can imagine just looking at this goldfish, and I immediately feel my um, heart start to expand, and just kind of um, the unconditional love kind of coming forth from a goldfish um, mm. for both for both you and Benny. It's it's lovely. It's really lovely. Yeah, you're so right about this. I just want to share um, a little bit about this, and then we'll go to the phones and our instant feedback. Um, you're absolutely right about this. I've never had a fish before. Um, uh, it was a goldfish was given uh, to to me. Um, two of my friends uh, went and had a, a commitment ceremony, and they gave out goldfish. And um, I, I don't don't ask me why, but they did. And I, I took this goldfish, and it was about, Lizanne, it was about an inch or two, maybe. And mm-hmm. I brought it home, and it would put it in a little bowl. And lo and behold, the next, a week or so later, it was about four inches. <laughs> now, this is the story of this, which is fascinating to me. And I really, I, I talked to this goldfish. I had never had a fish before. I, we, I even talked about it on air. But I didn't mm-hmm. understand how goldfish work. Apparently, there's a way they work. And yeah. so I watched this little goldfish, which I thought was growing into an adult. Okay, this is me now. You ready? Mm-hmm. I watched this goldfish go from an inch to about a foot. Now, I don't know. I have to ask. I have to ask Benny um, a little bit about this uh, when we come back. But it did. And I, I ended up getting from a little bowl. I got a bigger tank for it. Then I got a giant tank for it, and I loved it. And I, I share some very funny stories about this, about the goldfish and um, how we were told to get a little lobster to put it in there. I mean, that's a whole other show. As a matter of fact, we'll play some clips of that maybe in a week or so on our 10th anniversary. This is how, and we laughed about it, but it was, it was such an interesting journey, and when I moved, it was hard for me. I couldn't take the fish. I couldn't take the yeah. fish in the fish tank. So yeah. Benny took it and cared for it. And I thought that was such a sweet gesture to do that. And so that's how Benny and I share this journey with this goldfish. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and again, even even something as I said earlier, as lowly as a goldfish can really be, because because they are a sentient being just like we are, and because their intuition far outstrips ours, they choose yeah. us. They come into our lives at exactly the right time. And what a gift! I mean, truly, this little guy has as much presence as. Um, uh, I don't know, a whale, a dolphin. <laughs> I mean, truly, the heart is just huge on, on, on this guy. It's just amazing. What a great story. Yeah. It is a great story, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to play when we do our 10th year anniversary coming up in January with KKNW. We'll play some clips from it. I have a couple questions that have come in, general questions, and then we have questions from our listeners. Uh, we have a couple of callers waiting, which we will absolutely get to in a minute, and an instant feedback. One of the questions that came through is, uh, are, are the phone lines open to talk about uh, our animal friends that uh, are here with us now or that have passed? And so maybe you could talk to that for a minute for our listeners. Um, yes, it's possible to definitely communicate with um, animals that have already crossed over and animals that are still here. The interesting thing about energy, and as I'm sure you know, Pat, and your listeners know well, energy doesn't have any boundaries. So simply because um, the spiritual being inside a physical vehicle and the physical vehicle is shed, that spiritual being, which animals are just like humans are spiritual beings, uh, goes on. And they, the, the space between dimensions is no more than what it takes to draw in a breath. Um, we're mm-hmm. all multidimensional beings. We just can't remember or don't remember that we do. Animals know that really well. And oftentimes, if I'm doing a reading for an animal that's already here, the animal that's already crossed over, because they, even though they didn't, didn't know each other in a lifetime, the animals, um, because they're connected via one person or one guardian, they all form yeah. kind of a posse or a group on the other side. So oftentimes messages come through um, about a shared life, about how they transitioned, if there's any work that needs to be done in that area for the guardian to let go of some guilt or some grief. Animals are phenomenal at uh, helping us facilitate those sorts of things. Wow. We've got a bunch of questions coming in from, we have a couple of callers, a couple of instant feedback questions. Before we go to break, Lizanne, can we take a moment and tell people about your radio show and... Uh, Give some folks a little bit of information because, uh, you know, you're launching a radio show on Transformation Talk Radio. You have a radio show now. Please tell folks about this if you don't mind. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, the radio show that I've been doing for about a year is a, also, well, it is an Internet radio station. It's on 1-2, so it's the numbers 1-2-radio.com. Um, my show airs on Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'll leave it to you to figure out all the other time zones. And I'm just (laughs) absolutely thrilled because my new show, also called The Animals I View on Transformational Talk Radio, is going to be debuting on Thursday, August 15th at 10 a.m. I'm sorry, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's going to be pretty much uh, along the same lines of the first radio show, we talk about lots of different things. Uh, I like to bring on guests that have healing tools for both humans as well as for animals because it's the bond between human and animal. It's that relationship piece that's the most important thing in a lifetime. So we'll bring on guests that can support that, maybe some new ideas for you to consider 
And as always, uh, both shows, I'll be opening up uh, the phone lines and taking in messages from people who have questions about their own animal companions during the second half of the show. Awesome. Well, we've got some callers waiting to call in. At, well, actually, we probably have some people waiting to call in, but we also have some people that are waiting on the phone lines now. I just want to tell everybody, hang on there, Bernadette, hang on there, Kate. Um, we're going to take a short break when we come back. I'm going to make sure we bring you up and we bring you on uh, on board to get your questions. Also, for those of you that are not able to call in, like Sandy in Florida, Sandy, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm going to get you on here quickly. And also Linda from New Jersey. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. I know I gave it to you months ago. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Call and Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Tune into Intuit University. Compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard. Each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. I'm Christy Nepchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. For centuries, spiritual traditions have talked about how humans have an energy field, or aura, surrounding them. Although skeptical scientists refuted this for decades, science is now beginning to catch up with spirituality. Scientists can actually measure light emanating from living beings, so they can measure the human aura, which in scientific terms is known as the biofield. Many medical practitioners around the world use an instrument to evaluate a patient's biofield for the purpose of diagnosing illness. They understand that imbalanced or insufficient light in a person's energy field indicates a physical or emotional problem. The good news? There are ways to balance and increase your light, resulting in greater well-being. For more information, please check out StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. You home. 
welcome back. For more information about us, go to the drpatro.com. Uh, Kate, if you're out there, Kate from New London, give us a shout back, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, the animals I view right here today with Lizanne Flynn joining us on the show. We have opened up the phone lines. We are taking your calls. If you have any questions about anything that's going on in your world regarding an animal that is here or has moved on, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We're going to go to the phone. Benny, Benny, how big would you say the goldfish got to be? Because I was trying to share this with Lizanne. Gosh, uh, I'm trying to remember. I would definitely it's say... Giant. What? It was like a giant fish. Oh, yeah, it was completely huge. Uh, you know, it's hard because, I mean, I know visually-wise, when you put something into water, it's a little bit yeah. bigger than what you would imagine. But as it's starting out to be like a fairly small goldfish that you would normally see at your uh, local pet store, it was on an extreme. I'd say, <laughs> uh, man, that's really kind of tough. I'm trying to, like, compare it with something. Let's go with, like, uh, if you want to squish them up into a ball. I'll say a softball size. That was about right. All right. It was, he got pretty it big. Got to be a- it got to be a pretty big fish. That's what I thought. I mean, I remember getting tank after tank after tank, but we loved it. We loved it. All right, Mr. Benny, let's go to the phones. Who do we have waiting sure. for us? Sure. We'll uh, travel up, to, actually, down to Puyallup, Washington. We have Bernadette calling in. So, Bernadette, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hello there. Hi, Bernadette. Hi, Hi Bernadette. Thank you. All right, so how can my... we help you today? Okay, so my question is about my horse. Um, I just got him in October, so we've been building our relationship. But just yesterday, we were uh, walking down the street, and um, all of a sudden, he stopped and turned around, and he would not go forward anymore, um, no matter. I mean, I tried for probably a good 20 minutes to get him to go forward. He did not want to go. He wanted to go home. That was it. There was no two ways about it. He was walking backwards and sideways and any ways but forward. (laughs) Oh, wow. And um, he has done this a couple other times, and I'm just wondering, it, what's he trying to tell me? Is it the same thing all the time, or uh, what's going on? Well, and thanks for calling in today, Bernadette. Um, um, let me ask you a question. Um, he's, he's basically making me feel like um, he likes variety. Um, and mm-hmm. so is this is this path that you take or these paths that you take, do you take them fairly frequently? No, we've only been on this one route once before, and we made it. We were on our way to a friend's house, and uh, we made it there once before. Okay. Um, and what about, and so, so there's just one route that you take all the time? Well, we ride around on the street quite frequently. We... Um, and we don't usually have a problem. He's done this on trails, too. Sometimes we'll be going on the trail, okay. and he'll just decide to turn around and go back. But usually usually I can get him to go forward. It's just um, yesterday there was no two ways about it. He was coming home. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. It just seems like every now and then he turns around and, and he won't go forward. Right. He wants How much to go back time, home. Bernadette? How much time, Bernadette, would you say that he has to kind of pick up his heels and just basically play? Uh, how much time does he do what? Just basically play. Oh, he, well, play quite a bit. Um, I mean, he's uh, in my backyard, so. 
Right. He's making with it, but the thing that he's showing me that there's something okay. about going in a straight line for this guy that um, just um, it makes him feel confined. It makes him feel um, um, kind of out there by himself. I'm not really sure what his background is like. But he states, "Do you have a round pen in your um, on your property somewhere?" Um, there is a round pen across the street at the neighbor's house that we can use. Okay. Um, have you been working with him in the round pen? Yes. Okay. Because he's telling me that he needs more of a balance between working in the round pen and basically cementing the bond between the two of you and developing this language. Because um, I'm not sure how to put this, Bernadette, but it's like he's kind of starting to feel used a little bit. Um, and that he would like to have more of a, of a partnership between the two of you. He says, mm -hmm. um, I feel like our relationship needs to go to a deeper level. And mm -hmm. his, his main, his main um, I wouldn't call it a complaint, but just the one statement he's making is that it feels like he's basically being used for utilitarian purposes, like getting you from point A to point B. And I think the mirror for you in this, Bernadette, um, is um, to really enjoy your relationship with him. And um, horses, horses, I think, are really unique because they can be both teacher as well as student. And whenever okay. I work with horses, they're and and horses um, are are referred to as partners, whereas dogs and cats are mostly companion animals. But whenever I work with horses, they're usually like a step or two ahead of me, usually <laughs> because they lead so well. But he's mm -hmm. he's asking you to kind of um, let loose a little bit with him. Not in an okay. unsafe way, but in kind of an exploratory way. Um, and his his getting you from point A to point B, he's basically saying there's just more to our relationship than that. And he says, I need to discover that with you. Okay. So basically spend more time with him. Yes. And do more yes. things. Yes. And, do, do, and again, the round pin comes in because that's a way for you and he to if you will, quote-unquote, put him through his paces. But it's also a time of tremendous trust building and getting that whole intuitive and telepathic language that is so prominent and prevalent specifically with horses down between you and him. Um, he, he says we, we need to reach this kind of ground floor level, if you will, of how our communication flows between us. And he says right. it, it feels a little on the surface I send to him right right now to him, and so that's why he keeps on, he's like, yeah, okay, I'm only going to go so far with you here, and then I'm going to redirect you back to the place where I think we can kind of do some good interpersonal work together. Okay, so Great. he's not ready for some, he, he needs more trust building with me, he needs to see me more yeah. of a leader, he doesn't really see me as a leader right now. Exactly, exactly. Exactly, okay. yes, and, and, and so his, his wanting to turn back around is not because there are no medical issues. I already stand for that. There's, there's nothing going on with him physically. It's just, again, he's leading you, and I would invite you to follow his lead. Okay. Okay, nice. thank you so much. I love that. Oh, thank you. Lizanne, we're going to actually skip a break because we've got a bunch of people waiting to chat with you, and we've got uh, some instant feedback. Mr. Benny, who would you like to go to next? Sure, we'll travel northward now, and we'll take Stephanie calling in from Everett. She had a question about uh, a dog. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. How can Lizanne help you today? Hi, Dr. Pat. Hello, Lizanne. Um, I Hi, have Stephanie. a... Oh, hello. I have a dog. Her name is Ginger. 
And she seems to be reflecting a lot of me. And I just would like to know, what is that about? What, is, what do I need to learn from this? Um, when you say reflecting a lot of you, are we talking about health issues? Are we talking about behavior issues? Health. Health issues. Okay. This is a great question, Stephanie, and I'm so happy that you called in today. Um, in my own personal opinion and experience, um, I do believe that animals do not take on our health issues for us. I believe that animals as sentient beings have paths of their own. Um, they may choose to take on things like uh, for instance, cancer, arthritis, hip dysplasia, GI things, etc. Um, but they, I don't believe, personally believe that they actually absorb them for us because uh, I, I think that kind of, um, I don't think that honors really the individual um, kind of spiritual beings that they are. If she's starting to mirror for you, Stephanie, some of your health issues, chances yes. are that there's um, a that there's a statement that she wants to make to you or a lesson. Um, and it almost feels like um, she perceives that uh, there could be some improvement on your part as far as taking better care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so animals, it's just like when we look in the mirror on a bad hair day. Uh, <laughs> some days are better than others. But with <laughs> our animal companions specifically, um, and it's so it's so great that you've already picked up that she's mirroring mirroring these things for you. I don't get the sense, though, Stephanie, that um, that she I don't get the sense that she has actually taken these on as her own. But I do perceive that. Um, first of all, I, I think there it would be good, and I would invite you to maybe building a little bit of space between you and Ginger, just mm-hmm. a little bit of space. Um, you know, there's that, uh, I think it's an Apache um, saying that says, let the winds of heaven dance between you. And I think sometimes with our companion animals, because we feel so close to them and because we um, may treat them as our quote-unquote familiar, um, that sometimes those lines can get a little blurred. Um, and so I would invite you to give Ginger a little bit of um, alone time every single day. Um, she's telling me that, um, that's going to be difficult for you at first, and you might even see Ginger not wanting this alone time, but I feel pretty confident that giving her this alone time and some uh, just a little bit of space from you um, in, is what I think is a healthy relationship. I think you're going to see a market decrease in um, her mirroring for you these health issues, um, and she's also telling me, Stephanie, that um, there may be an issue of trust between you and your physical body at this point in time. Okay. Would that be accurate? That would be accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you, 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 if you've been listening to the show, Stephanie, know that I understand what it's like to feel like your body has let you down. That's a tough place to be. As yeah. much as possible, I would invite you to not fight against uh, what's happening to you, um, but ask your body directly. Enter into that conversation with your physical body and go, okay, I'm here, I'm present, I'm listening. What are the messages that you would like me to get 
from what it is you're sharing with me physically. Because the body's wisdom is so vast and so deep, um, there's nothing that happens to us on a physical level that, A, the body doesn't intend on for some purpose, and, B, that I think the body also has the ability for a remarkable um, amount of self-healing. But it takes the human as an occupier of that physical body to start that conversation. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because yep. it kind of feels a little bit like Ginger has taken on that role of that conversation. Um, and and she, she knows that it, it's not in your highest and best good. And so just I, I would just invite you to start taking these small steps, Stephanie, and just giving you and Ginger a little bit of breathing space. Um, that doesn't mean disconnecting from her, you know, but it but just means kind of honoring her individual life path. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Help. Awesome. It does. Awesome. Uh, thank you so that much. Wow. That was a wonderful message. Wow. That was so insightful. You know, Lizanne, it's so interesting about, and uh, let's talk about this before we go to the next uh, uh, phone uh, call or instant feedback message. Uh, we have an idea on what we think the relationship is between our animal companions and others. And um, sometimes we project this or uh, project something on them. Other times we're dead on in the connection. What, how do you help people figure out what's going on? Is it a projection of who I am or is this really what, the, what my animal friend is uh, companion is trying to say? Well, and I, uh, that's a great question, Pat. And I think Stephanie, um, uh, the, the wonderful thing about Stephanie is that, you know, yeah. for her to call in and say, wow, I, yeah. I think she might be reflecting some things back to me, taking some things on, et cetera. So awareness is key. And as I said yeah. to Stephanie, um, not looking at our animal companions as extensions of us because they're not. Um, they are separate um, adult sentient beings. Um, who come into our lives for a purpose, learning life lessons together. Um, and it's kind of that, that moment of awareness, that just kind of stepping back half a step and taking a good, clear-eyed view at what that dynamic is. I guess I have to say I would ask people to trust not only themselves but their guides and messages from yeah. the universe because I guess I feel like if you ask the question, you'll get an answer. You might not like the answer, but you're going to get an answer, you know? Oh, thank you for that reminder, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we like to hear. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just check out what we got going on here. I've got Sandy from Orlando, Florida, who has asked a question. Thanks, Sandy, for your question. What happened to my rescue, uh, my rescue grand dog, Ruckus? that he is so skittish, and why does he push his food bowl around for hours before he will eat? Thank you kindly. Uh-oh, I know this one. Travis did that. <laughs> what do you think it is? <laughs> uh, I, well, you know, I, now this is going to be me projecting, okay? Uh, he doesn't like the food. Um, yes and no, I think, and especially if it's a rescue, um, and if it came from a particular shelter situation, um, I think I think shelters are do really good work. Um, yeah. The, the the fact the kind of hard fact of shelters is that sometimes the food that they get get in is mostly donated. So yeah. it's not necessarily going to be 
um, gosh, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> it's not necessarily going to be the food, perhaps, that you would choose to serve at home. Um, right. The other, the other thing that comes across, though, the skittishness, it almost feels like um, that this guy is has had to do some resource guarding, which basically means um, uh, guarding his food, yes. perhaps not getting yes. a lot to eat um, because yep. of being in a shelter situation. It feels yes. like he came from either uh, a breeder situation or else, um, I hate to say this, but either that or a hoarding situation or in yes. a home where, a previous home where not a lot of attention was paid to him. And so I guess I would invite her to, I guess I would invite her to maybe um, just sit down nearby while he's eating. I would invite her to give him the message that um, pushing the food bowl around for an hour, um, there's, there's a more effective way of getting food in. So I would invite her to only leave the bowl down for like maybe 10 or 15 minutes and then bring mm-hmm. it back up. And if she has to try again in an hour, then I would invite mm-hmm. her to do that. But slowly but surely, um, because he also needs to see her as the person who is responsible for feeding him. And in the hierarchy yes. of dog world, that's a pretty key thing. Um, yes. But definitely um, some sort of grounding work with him. I, I believe everybody has the ability for um, facilitating self-healing for their animal companions. Yeah. And if she can simply rest her hand on his root chakra, which is just like ours, right above the tail mm-hmm. area, I won't be at all surprised if she feels a fair amount of heat. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be pretty receptive to this, and I think that's going to help kind of reconnect him to his present living situation because he's kind of replaying in his head these loops of, either not getting enough food or having to right. fight for food or not getting in food that his body says to him is not nutritious. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to go to the phones with Chris, but I want to just say one thing. Um, mm-hmm. When my when my dog did that, uh, mm-hmm. it was really drastic. I mean, he wouldn't eat. And wow. he was, he was a, a really kind of interesting dog to begin with. It was a collie that wasn't supposed to last three months, let alone 13 years. But wow. it was the love and the kindness that we shared. Here's what we discovered about this. When I sat down on the floor and picked up the food and put it in my hand, yep. he ate it. Yeah. And we can talk about that in another show. But that yeah. was intuitively me figuring that out. All the other yeah. things that everybody else said, don't give him the food, blah, blah, blah. It was like, right. come on. This dog right. looks like Lassie. This right. is not. This is a dog that I wasn't home. I wasn't home, and when I worked all day and I came home and I put that food on the floor, that's not what he wanted. Right. So this is another example, yeah. Let's go to the phones. Mr. Benny, I think we have Chris there, I hope. Yeah, we still do. So, Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris, how can we help you today? Hi, thanks. Um, Yeah, I was wondering, I could use a little comfort right now from my Maggie, who has passed away several years ago. And also my current dog, Zoe, um, is the one who I think is a social dog, but when she greets another one, she's the one who will instigate like a little conflict or whatever, which I don't really understand why. And so those, okay. I'd love it if you'd help me out. Absolutely, Chris. Thanks for calling in. And was the first dog's name, did I get that right, Abby? 
Maggie with an M. Maggie. Maggie. Maggie, sorry. Maggie yeah. and Zoe, okay. Okay. Did Maggie and, uh, Chris, did Maggie and Zoe know each other? I wondered that. No, they they weren't alive at the same time, but they seemed connected to me somehow. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And how soon after Maggie passed did, did you adopt Zoe? A uh, couple of years. Maybe a, cu- a, cu- a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Two or three years. Okay. Okay. Um, um, did uh, did Maggie have um, a difficult transition? Probably. Yeah. She was she was hurting at the end. It was okay. Bad. Okay. Um, is would it be fair to say, Chris? Are you hanging on to? Uh, I'm not sure if it's. Um, it doesn't feel like there's any regret or remorse, but it just feels kind of like uh, a low-level sadness about um, about Maggie's death. Um, would it be fair to say that you're still grieving? Mm. Occasionally, she'll come to mind, um, you know, and I will grieve, but not, um, you know, persistently. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, because Maggie's just making you feel like there's just... Um, there's this last little piece that she would invite you to let go, and how that relates to Zoe is that um, because Zoe, uh, Maggie, uh, let's see here, Maggie's telling me that, uh, would it be fair to say that initially Maggie's energy and Zoe's energy um, when they were younger were fairly similar? Were they really smart? Similar or really as similar. High, high energy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, okay. we, we adopted Maggie when she was five, and Zoe isn't that old yet, so okay. I can't really say, but they seem mm-hmm. pretty similar personalities. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. all right. The, yeah. the thing with having a dog like Zoe, um, she's, uh, she's incredibly smart. Um, she is just incredibly smart. I'm going to underscore that again because I can see how smart this dog is. And even even if there's the slightest little bit of, um, well, it's, this comes across on a couple of levels. Um, I, I think Zoe would also like um, that, le- mm. that last little piece of sadness to go because Zoe is making me feel like that that's kind of the thing that's standing between you and her and really cementing that bond. Oh, wow. How, wow. how that translates out to when you're with Zoe on a walk, because Zoe um, is such high energy, because she is so smart, if that, um, if that core of what I call uh, the leader core uh, inside a human is not really, really mm-hmm. solid, that's going to immediately translate down to Zoe. She's going to feel that energy as if it were traveling, yeah. traveling down the leash or just from you to her. Um, wow. Animals react out of fear and pain. They don't react yeah. out of anger. And so if, if Zoe sees this animal coming toward her, first of all, I think there's some training techniques that can help yeah. modifying that, some positive reinforcement. But most yeah. I would invite you, Chris, to uh, when you see this, um, you're going to have to energetically kind of gather all those pieces of yourself together and just be very firm in your core and give the message to Zoe mm-hmm. that there is nothing to fear. I am with you 100%. Because, and, right. and Lizanne, 
Yeah, this is, uh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to have to do this, but my gosh, we've run out of time. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, Believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. Oh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and she... Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great, we should spread the word. Absolutely, spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio.com. Transforming the world.